Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Marley Park in Dublin, that is the topic of conversation this afternoon because while there were a number of different um, bands that took place at the South Dublin venue for the uh, Hella Mega Tour, it seems the fans got a little more than they bargained for. Queues at the venue, into the venue, up to about somewhere between one and a half and two kilometres and other fans then left stranded looking to get a way home. Uh, Jason is with us on the line in Dublin today. Jason, listen, you were at Marley Park yesterday. Will you just describe the scene for me um, in advance of the gigs? Sure, absolutely. Well, I I arrived just before five o'clock and I was actually bringing my 10-year-old to see uh, Weezer. And we uh, got to the gate and we were told, oh no, you have to go to the end of the queue. And we started walking down Grange Road and we got to one and a half kilometres of queue because my watch told me it was one and a half kilometres. And we said, this is uh, this is unsustainable. And uh, we'd started to go home. And uh, my wife rang me to say, oh, I just arrived and I just walked straight in. And so there was part of it that was super, um, you know, the super restrictive in terms of the queuing. And then there was another part of it where there didn't really seem to be much management about it at all. So, and there was lots of young kids and families there actually kind of looking for a mini festival kind of experience and uh, they were just kind of left in this very very long queue it was going all the way down Grange Road and turned up the mountain. So this was at five o'clock that you were there what time were the gates due to open Jason? Well the information was a bit lacking we were told that the gates were opening at four and that the show was starting at five and uh, we weren't uh, I certainly couldn't find any information beforehand about what individual time because there was four acts on across the day about what individual time people were coming on. So I'd actually looked at other dates on the tour and tried to guess when they might be coming off the stage, you know. So that was um, that was also a bit of a, an unknown. Because I see MCD have issued a statement um, in, in, in the last couple of hours apologising to fans for the delay in opening the gates. They say they hoped, they'd hoped for a 4pm opening, but there mm. were unexpected logistical delays um, that got but, the better of us and meant the gates couldn't open. The gates well, opened at 5 it certainly seemed to me when I arrived, I arrived about five to five and it looked to me like the gates had just opened. So I, I wasn't sure whether that had been the case, but I'd arrived at five assuming that the gates would have been open for an hour already mm. and would have been a lot easier to get in. So that's obviously part of the problem was that they said they'd open at four and they didn't open at four. Um, Tyler is with us as well, Jason. You were at the gig as well yesterday. What was your experience, Tyler? Um Similar to Jason, I suppose. Uh, I I also had to join a very very long queue down the Grange Road to get into the to get into the concert. Um, we had massive issues getting out to Rathfarnham and to Marley Park in the first place. Um, I live conveniently along a number sixteen bus route, which we were told by MCD was the bus route in and out of Marley Park. We were very very fortunate to be the last two people to be allowed onto a Dublin bus, and after that, every bus stop that we passed had about. 30 to 40 people waiting at it, trying to get a bus to Marley Park. When we got there, there was about, as Jason had said, a very, very long queue, about two kilometres long. We got there at about half five, maybe six o'clock, and we had to walk 25 minutes down the Grange Road to join the back of the queue to get to the top of, I beg your pardon, to the entrance of Marley Park. So it was about 15 minutes queuing in total before we were able to even get through security. Um... Getting home afterwards was yeah. even worse of a nightmare. Really? Um, really, really bad. I made the fatal mistake, unfortunately, at the end of the show of needing to go to the bathroom. And unfortunately, <laughs> that meant that I missed 
all of the last buses home, as did the crowd who were with me. Um, we were advised by Gardaí that we could walk to Ballantyre to get a taxi or that we could walk to Rathfarnham Village to get a taxi. We decided to walk to Rathfarnham Village because we figured hopefully we'd be able to get a taxi passing us by. Yeah. Each of us had different taxi apps open on our phone. We were trying to call taxi companies, trying to flag them on the road. There were hundreds of them passing us, all of them full. And ultimately we ended up by having to do a 90-minute walk from Marley Park to oh. Portobello. Right. A very, very long walk home. Was very it? long walk home. And there were hundreds of us in the same boat. So just not enough transport? Not enough transport. And also the fact that the gig ended at about a quarter past 11. And the last bus home was at 11.30. Oh, sure. I don't Ridiculous. understand how they expected thousands of people to be able to fit on that one last bus home at 11.30. Stay with us, Tyler. David is on the line as well. Actually, 1800 453 106 if you were at the gig in Marley Park um, last night. Perhaps you're going because there's other gigs on actually tonight, tomorrow, should there's a longitude at the weekend as well if you're planning to attend some of the gigs and, and maybe you have questions around well, what do you do if the last bus is leaving as Tyler said there at, at half mm-hmm. 11. Um, David's on the line. David, you're in Galway but you were at the gig I believe in Marley Park last night. Yeah, much similar situation. We... Um we got the we got a, the number fourteen bus from Dundrum and that dropped us on the Volunteer Road and then we walked again down the Grange Road around the bottom of Marley Park and then up Whitechurch Road on the other side of Marley Park to join the queue and uh, luckily a guard that was there towards the end of the Whitechurch Road and he said you're better off going straight and join going to the other entrance it was like a bus entrance and eventually we got around basically did a loop in Marley Park and got in the bus entrance after about an hour and a half I'd say. Because I'm actually looking at the map of it here, David, and you've, you've Whitechurch Road and I see there's the other entrance at the far side. Is it just off Taylor's Lane? And people seem to be entering or exiting on, on both of those sides. But like, it's a long walk around. It's, it's definitely a long walk around, yeah. Um, it was, I actually have MS as well, so it was a little bit tricky. Kind of, I'm wrecked today now after the whole thing. So it's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Was it a good gig, Tyler, aside from the, you know, getting to it and getting into it and getting out of it? And to be honest with you, I was just sort of raging that we could hear Weezer playing and couldn't see them. We were stuck out in the Grange Road, not able to get in. And unfortunately, we did end up by missing most of Weezer's set. Who That, too, that was who my fiancé was really, really desperate to see, which was a little bit disappointing. Okay. But the other acts were absolutely fantastic. Um, I can't fault the acts at all, just the organisation of the event, unfortunately. is that What's your experience, David, of that? I mean, did, did you miss gigs or miss some of the performances? I think we we were lucky now. We got in during Weezer. I think Weezer had played two or three songs by the time we got in. Um, so we were able to enjoy the rest of the act, like the end of their set and the rest of the two acts. Um, but like it was a brilliant, it's a brilliant venue for concerts. Brilliant setup, but the organisation and like especially afterwards, as, as Jason was saying, or as Tyler was saying, walking up, mm. trying to, we kind of left halfway through the end, the last song to try and kind of beat the queue and get to the Volunteer Road for the taxis. But... It was a it was a case of a real life Boulevard of Broken Dreams where nothing was there. So we well we had a quarter past twelve bus back to Galway, um, but unfortunately we could not get back into town. So we were lucky that a friend lives in Ranelagh, so we managed to stay with him for the night and then got the bus back this morning. So you you actually missed your bus home to Galway last night. Missed, over this. missed the bus home last night, yeah. Yeah, so that leaves a real bitter taste now. You know, if you're going to a gig again, that you you can't exactly after you can't like I, I would definitely we were considering going to Guns and Roses today as well, but definitely not after that. She'd be here for a week, David, at this rate. Exactly. <laughs>
Yeah, like I, the the part I can't understand, like surely when you submit the license, you know, to whoever you submit it to, to get the, the council or Marley Park or whatever to, to organise gigs. Sure, there's the list of gigs. We know these gigs are taking place. There's gigs tonight. There's Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, there's another gig on during the week. There's Longitude Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Surely somebody contacts Dublin Bus and says... Uh, there's going to be X hundred or thousand extra people in this direction on these couple of days. Why can't we co- throw on, you know, a plethora of extra buses and bring people to and from the gigs? I, I just cannot fathom how we find that so difficult to do that. Uh, Chloe, is, go on I ahead, Tyler. I absolutely have to agree. And it's funny that you mentioned that, Andrew. Even earlier on, I was on Twitter and I saw that yesterday afternoon, Somebody had asked Dublin Bus on Twitter a query of, did they plan on putting on any extra services considering the amount of people who would be using it? And they responded saying that they had been made aware of the pressure on services, but they had decided not to put on any any additional services. Um, I, I just don't understand how that they can, how, how they can leave, have left so many people left stranded. I was speaking to another girl yesterday who had told me that she decided not to go to the gig because she had been worried about getting home to Malahide. Um, she had said that if she had got, if it had been on in the RDS that she would have been able to go because she had confidence that she would have been able to get back into the city but had no confidence whatsoever that she would be able to make it home before mm-hmm. 4 or 5 a.m. if she had tried to make it home to Malahide from Marty Park. And I'm I'm very glad that she didn't go and I'm really, really sad to be saying that, um, that somebody had to miss out on such a really, really, really lovely event because of just logistics, it just seems to have been really, really poorly planned out. Chloe is with us as well. Chloe, I believe you were actually trying to get back. Is, 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 it's not you that Tyler's talking about, is it? You're trying to get back uh, no, to Malahide I, last night. I, I did manage to get back to Malahide eventually, yeah. Um, only by pure chance that my friend's dad did a good deed and came and collected us. Um, but other than that, like the gig ended about 11 and we were stranded in Ballantyre for two hours before he eventually just got up out of bed and come and came and got us, came and rescued us from the side of the road. Like, yeah, we have to go back to phoning the parents now to get home yeah, from nights out. I know, way too old to be doing that. But, um, <laughs> yeah, because this is the thing, is we planned on getting the 16. Like, the 16 goes from Ballantyre to the airport, goes all through town, through, you know, Santry, Swords, everywhere. And should, you know, logically, that would have been the bus that most people were on. But rather than putting extra buses on, they actually decided that every 16 past 10 o'clock would only go as far as Nutgrove Avenue. So the one bus that realistically should have gotten most people home, they just decided not to run it properly. Okay. So it actually didn't go Um, the full route, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. It only went, you know, five minutes up the road. And even at that, by the time we would have made it to any stop that we could have got to 16, like the crowd that we were in, we'd already missed the last one. As I was saying there earlier, the last one was half 11. So no one had a hope of getting it. There is is an interesting text in here though from a listener who says, how do you expect the taxpayers to pay for extra buses on a private gig? What do you make of that, Tyler? Like, does that listener have a fair point? Um... I actually don't think that they would be... Pe- I'm sorry, I had to pay bus fare to get out to the gig yesterday. It's not like I got a Dublin bus for free, and everybody that I know who took the bus yesterday was also paying bus fare to take the bus. So it's not like, maybe this is my own ignorance, but I don't think that it would be the taxpayers who would be paying for extra services. I feel like it would be the customers and the service users of those buses who would be paying for those services. I don't feel like that would come to a cost of the taxpayer whatsoever, because I had to pay for my bus journey yesterday, as did 
as did my partner, as did everybody yeah. that I know who, who went to the event. I don't know, does that text or mean that perhaps because we have the reduced fare at the moment or subsidised that's been cut because of the cost of living? I, I don't know, is that what they mean by by, mm-hmm. by that? But I mean, the reality is, Tyler, I know if that was me and I don't know about yourself and Chloe as well. I mean, I'd have paid, you know, more. I'd have gone back to the original bus fare quite happily. <laughs> paid more oh, to get yeah. the bus home. Oh, I'd, absolutely. Even think about old old lifeline prices of almost a fiver I'd have quite happily paid even up to a tenner if I knew that I was going to get home you know yeah. that's, that's uh, even that's what the taxis would have been for um, if I had known that I would have needed to get a coach to Dublin 8 from Marley Park I would have booked one but it seems absurd that I would have had to 1800 453 if you want to join us in the programme David McManus is a Fine Gael councillor in the Rathfarnham Temple Oak area David what's the story why can't we organise the public transport better? This is exactly the point I'm raising uh, Andrea Last night, I was at the uh, concert. I was coming out, and the Grange Road, which is the main busy road outside Marley Park, I can only describe it as the boulevard of broken public transport because tens of thousands of people were left stranded. Um, I live on the Grange Road. In recent years, we have had extra capacity for concerts at Marley Park on the 14 and 16 bus routes, and Dublin Bus uh, has the license to operate the 14 and 16 bus routes, and I was shocked and surprised. There was not one extra bus put on people. This has been a disaster for people's confidence in public transport. And this morning, I've written a complaint to the National Transport Authority that they've got answers to questions. They've got uh, questions to answer in this as well. So you've actually contacted, David, the, the NTA to answer questions about this. But I suppose that, like, the, the sort of the immediate problem is the fact that like, you've more gigs going on there in Marley Park tonight, tomorrow, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Like, can, can people that are heading to the gigs can, tonight be confident that they can bloody get home out of it? This is exactly the point I'm, I'm, I'm raising. Um, in recent years, we have had extra services on and it had a double impact yesterday because the 14 and 16 buses going through the city centre towards Marley Park, they were all at full capacity uh, in the afternoon after four o'clock. So commuters in Dublin city centre, they were also struggling to get home to Rathfarnham and Dundrum uh, yesterday afternoon. So I think it's been a disaster. And Dublin bus uh, are public in terms of providing adequate public service because it should be in their interest more passengers, more fares, more revenue. Um, I think they should have been had extra services on between four, between 4 o'clock in the afternoon to get to Marley Park and then up as far as midnight last night to get as many people back into the city as quickly as possible. But last night, your, your own listeners are saying it's uh, a disaster. Just some of the texts coming in, David, here on this as well. Like this listener says, it was an absolute shambles. Can't organise anything in this country. I bought the tickets to the gigs three years ago. They had enough time to organise the event. Hope it's better for Guns and Roses. Alan has texted in. He says, I was there last night in Marley Park and I'll be there again tonight and Wednesday. But I live in Ballantyres. Five minute stroll to the gigs. Happy days for me. James has texted in and says, Dublin bus need to make sure that there's normal services covered in the first place before they can put um, before they can put extra buses on uh, according to James 53106 is the number uh, David can you just explain to listeners I mean how this works like is it up to the MCD or the promoters or you know those in charge of Marley Park or the council like who's who's responsible for contacting Dublin bus in the first place when you know a license has been submitted for a gig to organize the transport Dublin bus would have been aware of concerts uh, happening at Marley Park. They've had extra capacity on the 14 and 16 routes in the past. I live locally on scene, the extra capacity there. Uh, lots of buses heading towards Marley Park and towards Seven Texas City Centre. Uh, promoters and Dunleer Town Centre Council have done their part 
arranging the facilities at Marley Park, but they can't dictate Dublin bus, which driver is on which bus, which bus goes in which direction. That's a matter for management in Dublin bus. I'm not blaming bus drivers. They have a job to do. And they did their job. It's the managers of Dublin bus who have the licenses from the NCA operate the 14 and the 16 bus routes. Those are the two bus routes that need the extra capacity and needs to happen immediately, as soon as possible. The only advice I can give to people uh, in the area, if you cycle, it's a great way to get around. Cycle? It's the best way to get around as opposed to walking for hours back into city centre, as your listeners are telling you. But Dublin bus are the ones who are responsible for this. Okay. Uh, Chloe, you're still with us. I mean, would you go back to Marley Park to gigs again? Uh, not anytime soon, anyway. Definitely not. Okay. I'm too tired now still. <laughs> After having to ring, ring the friend's parents to get you home last night. Yeah. 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 All yeah. right. Listen. Like we were walking around for two hours. You know? I know. I know. No, look, it's, it, it, to- it just, and it's unfortunate because all of the other messages coming in here today are talking about Marley Park, fantastic venue for a gig if you can get into it in time. Another listener talking about the great gigs last night. Why aren't you talking about the fantastic performances that took place? We thoroughly enjoyed it. All right. We'll leave it there for the moment. Five through one six if you want to get in touch with us. Do you have any suggestions about how we can better organise the logistics? of public transport to and from gigs because there's a huge number of events um, and, and different gigs taking place like sure they've been going on for the past couple of weeks between St Anne's and Fairview Malahide um, various different places Marley Park this week there's loads of them going on so like surely somebody has a suggestion about how we can better organise all of this 53106 is the number if you want to get in touch with us here on Lunchtime Live Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.